Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is a summary of 2024 prophecies. I have people email me or I have people come up to me at church and ask me, what do you think is coming for 2024? So there's so many things I could talk about today, but I thought maybe the most important one would be something to where we could back up and look at things that are happening from a bug's eye view, but back up and look at things that are happening from a bird's eye view. So this is my personal opinion of what I think that we're going to see in 2024 and maybe the near future right after that. Also, we're asking people to actually join the Prophecy Club, hence the word club. And you do that by just clicking subscribe, and then also you go into the QR code below, click on that or take a picture of it, and you can go and join Prophecy Club. We ask for $9.90 a month to be part of an automatic payment, uh, as this is what uh, Jason Meeks was told in a dream that we'll need to be there for Prophecy Club to continue through the trouble ahead. So anyway, this is what the prophecies appear to be saying might be fulfilled in 2024 and shortly after. This summary is not exactly in the sequence of events. I'd like to put it that way. I've strived to do that. But sometimes it's just too hard to put it there. So, so I'm doing the best I can. First of all, and I think the most important thing that we need to be watching for is the Palestinian state. That appears to be almost a surety. I would like to think it would make it into 2025 before it starts, but probably it's probably going to happen at the conclusion of this October 7th war with uh, Israel. Probably, because we say we see that Europe, UK, UK, Saudi Arabia, and the United States, and others, are twisting Israel's arms, saying the only path to peace for Israel is the two-state solution. So it's not just America. It's not just Israel. There's a lot of nations that are twisting Israel's arm. They're wanting a Palestinian state. And I feel like saying, look, it, that's between Israel and their enemies, Okay. Really, nobody else should be involved. If there is someone else, it ought to be someone that's a peacemaker trying to get them together. But there's nothing in writing that says that Israel has to have peace, nor that Israel has to have a two-state solution. So I think people need to get, take their hands off Israel and let God and Israel solve Israel's problems. And towards the end here, I'm going to give you some what I think is probably startling information concerning that. So, if God were to speak giving his answer, what would he say? Obviously, this is the only guess, and this is only a guess, but I believe it's a good guess. And I believe that God would say, if Israel will turn to Jesus with their whole heart, that God will remove their enemies. Here's where it says it. Now, these are the scriptures, part of the scriptures, a small part of the scriptures, that talk about oil in Israel. First of all, let me establish that they are talking about oil in Israel. Then I'll show you this is saying some big things to Israel. First of all, Psalm 81, 13. Oh, that my people had hearkened unto me and Israel had walked in my ways. Then he says, now, if they'd done that, here's what I would have done. I should soon have subdued their enemies and turned my hand against their adversaries. So, when Saudi Arabia or America or these other nations are twisting Israel's arm, 
trying to get Israel to solve the peace problem, to give the Palestinians a state. If they were to come to say, Stan, what do you think? I'd say, get your hands off. If Israel will turn to God, God will fix it. Period. The haters of the Lord should have submitted themselves to him, but their time should have endured forever. He's saying that if Israel had kept their heart true to the Lord, they would have had their land and endured forever. But they were kicked out of the land because of sin. He should have fed them also with the finest of the wheat and with the honey out of the rock, should I have satisfied thee. Well, some of the very best rock that oil comes out of is flint rock. And when Israel, when, when Moses was standing in front of the burning bush, God said, take your shoes off for your sta- your, your, the place where you're standing is holy ground. He said, get you up. I'm sending you in a land that flows with milk and honey. When he said this, this is what we believe he is referring to as honey. This, you recognize the honey bear, this is honey. This is yellow-colored crude oil. This particular came from Sprayberry, Texas. Friend sent it to me. But the point is, if you look at that, it's, it looks like honey. It's the same color as honey. And in 1973 and four, Andy Sorrell drilled a series of shallow wells in Israel looking for natural gas. And he found a light showing him natural gas, and it came out of sand, he said, was, quote, white as table salt. Meaning, when God says, Say, I'm sending you a land that flows with milk and honey, we believe, he was saying, I'm sending you into a land that flows with gas and oil. Now, that's the point I want to make at this point, and I'm still not ready to talk about oil in Israel. The day will come. Not yet, though. Anyway, this is my point is. Psalm 81 is talking about oil in Israel. Now, with that in mind, now let's go to specifically what it's referring to about Israel today. Verse 7, Thou callest, callest in trouble, and I delivered thee, delivered thee. In other words, when Israel was in trouble, this is back in Meribah, this is back in the days of Moses, when they were needing water, God showed up and turned Meribah, which was uh, poisonous water, Remember, uh, Moses threw a weed into the water, and it turned to sweet. And to this day, Meribah has sweet water. I was there. We were there in October of 2022. Has sweet water. Now let me go on. Thou callest in trouble, I delivered thee. I answered thee in secret place of thunder. I proved thee at the waters of Meribah. What God is saying is, Israel, if you'll turn to me, meaning Jesus, then I will fix your problems, and I will bless you. That's what he's about to say. Hear, O people, and I will testify unto thee, O Israel, if thou wilt hearken to me, there shall be no strange God in thee, neither shalt thou worship any strange God. Okay, now, hang on, hang on. If God wants Israel to be pure, and all of the people in Israel to worship only God, just one God, of course we know his name is Jesus, what do you think God wants for America? Do you think he wants our southern border open and people not only coming out of jails and and wacky institutions, but just pouring in of all kinds of gods, all kinds of evil, uh, that's the devil, okay? So do you think that we should be... I have to watch my words. We should be... I'm going to just say it the positive way. We should all be Christians, and I think you'd agree with that. Now let's go on to the next. 
I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Open thy mouth wide, and I will fill it. So he's saying, Israel, if you'll turn to me, I will bless you more than you ever thought possible. But my people would not hearken to my voice, and Israel would have none, nothing to do with me. That's the way we would say it today. So I gave them up out of their own heart's lust, and they walked in their own counsels. Now, let me finish explaining what I think is happening in 2024. God will remove Israel's enemies if their land, if Israel would remove the foreign gods and turn to him, but, of course, most won't. So what will Israel do? Well, based upon the prophecies given to Prophet Leslie Johnson and others, Israel will reach the conclusion that they're not strong enough to remove all the nations surrounding them, all of their enemies. So they will be forced to give the Palestinians a state. Whether it's America forcing them or just their enemies forcing them, I believe they're going to, I believe the prophecies say they're going to wind up giving the Palestinians a state, which is going to be more than just the little Gaza Strip. I think we're about to see lines redrawn where Egypt, Saudi Arabia, and Jordan are all going to participate. There's going to be some major, major lines of nations redrawn. Now, I'm only going to read this just to briefly refresh your memory because this can tie in with some things in just a second. So it was back in 2002. This was the audible voice of God speaking to Leslie. Two, Israel will give the Palestinians a state, but it'll be a temporary measure to allow these uh, the Israelis time to do two things, really. One, strengthen the military. Oil will be discovered in Israel. The oils will make the Jews willing to fight for their land and give them the finances to build their military. Then Israel and America will go against most of the rest of the Arab world. Now hang on to that. Now let's go on to something else I've covered many times. But I have to refresh your memory for this to tie in. Okay, so this is uh, 2006, Audible Voice Headlines. Omer ushers in Palestinian state. Catastrophe hits America. One of America's greatest times of need. Israel refuses help to America. Israel has attacked America, sent troops. Chaos reigns as Americans protest help to Israel. Then she heard my vo- voice quoting Dimitri Dudem and the fall of America will start with an internal revolution. Now, with that as a background, when they do this, it greatly angers God. When they split Israel, it greatly angers God. America is supposed to be the big brother, the protector of God's kingdom, chief of which is his land and his people of Israel. Perhaps you recall this prophecy from Vicki Parnell. I was given a cell phone, was able to read the terrorist encrypted communications. There's a coordinated plan to bring in terrorists to hijack the American government through destruction in America. Then I read the words, so goes Israel, this is important, so goes Israel, so goes America. The news reported Israel was attacked through the southern border. The same thing happened to the U.S. southern border, meaning as America begins to turn from Israel, likewise, God will begin to turn away from America. As Israel is attacked from her southern border, so America is being attacked from her southern border. As Israel runs low on war ammunition, likewise, America is running low on war ammunition. As Israel splits, excuse me, as America splits Israel, God will split America in an earthquake from the Great Lakes down to the Gulf of Mexico. As America allows Israel to be attacked by terrorists and stands idly by, God is allowing terrorists to come into our country. 
And when, quote, some of the people start fighting against the government, God will stand idly by and watch terrorists attack us that are coming through our southern border. The conclusion of the October 7th war in Israel will be Israel will give the Palestinians a state, their enemy, a state which splits Israel. Likewise, God splits America with a new Madrid earthquake. The verbal prophecy given to Prophet Leslie was, Omar ushers in Palestinian state. Our best understanding to date is this, will be one of the headlines appearing in some newspaper. Most likely the Jerusalem Post, which will most likely occur during the 49 days of the counting of Omer, which are the 49 days between First Fruits and Pentecost. If the Palestinian state is given in 2024, and we don't know that it is yet, but if it is, my guess would be the 49 days of counting of, of Omer is between April 25th and June 13th of 2024, meaning If the Palestinian state is given in 2024, it will most likely be a newspaper headline from April 25th to June 13, 2024, saying uh, Omer ushers in Palestinian state. Let me see it again. Omer ushers in Palestinian state. haven't talked about Joseph Kitchen in a long time now, so let me talk about it for a second. So about three years ago, I got this video of this woman talking in a church talking about how she makes her own bread, where she actually grinds her own wheat berries, makes her own flour, makes that into whole wheat bread. I thought, okay, all right, fine, I'll try it. So I ordered a grinder, I ordered some wheat berries, and I made two loaves. And Leslie and I liked it. And I said, I think I'm going to keep making this. She says, well, if you're going to keep making it, you better order a bread machine because I'm not needing dough. <laughs> so I ordered a bread machine. And I started making wheat bread, and I didn't think anything was going to come of it, but God began to speak here to me. What he began to show me is wheat. Now listen, listen, listen. This is real important. Wheat is God's famine food. Not corn, not some kind of prepackaged something where you boil water and add it. Okay, there's all kinds of things out there that people are selling for long-term storage food. But you remember the story the Pharaoh had uh, had two dreams, actually. And the first part of the dream, I'm not going to go into all details, but first part of the dream said that there's seven weeks, or excuse me, seven years of plenty that would precede seven years of famine. Long story short, what, what they did was store 20% during the seven years of plenty. And that was wheat, and it fed the world. Why wheat? Well, why do you think the Bible refers to us as wheat? I think it's because wheat is the primary thing that God intended for us to eat. Not only that, but as long as it's in berry form, put it in. Now, if you get it in bags, and that's the way most of it comes, that's only good for about a year. Bag breaks, mice eat it, rats eat it, all kinds of problems. But if you get it from Joseph's Kitchen, first of all, there's two things. Three things. One is it doesn't come in a, in a paper bag. It comes in a plastic pail, which, of course, resists mice and things like that. But they also nitrogen infuse it. So that gets out the oxygen. And while we can't guarantee it lasts 25 years, it probably does. Also, it's the right wheat because there's thousands of varieties of wheat. 
if you don't get the right variety of wheat, it won't make bread. Sure, you can grind it and you can put in all the ingredients, but it comes out a brick. In other words, it doesn't rise if it's not the right kind of wheat. So I recommend you go to josephskitchen.com. josephskitchen.com. That's why we call it Joseph's Kitchen, because this is long-term famine storage. So here's another thing. Most of your long-term storage food, you're talking nine, ten thousand dollars to feed one person for a year. Let me say it again. Around nine or ten thousand dollars to feed one person for one year. Joseph Kitchen can show you how to do it for about one thousand dollars, one person, one year. Let me say it again. About one thousand dollars to feed one person for one year. What do I do, Stan? I don't know anything about it. Okay, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. Here's what you do. Josephkitchen.com, the website looked a lot like this. Click here. Start with step one. It's a machine package. This is the grinder where you put the wheat in, and it grinds. It takes about 30 seconds. Now you have flour. You put that into the bread machine along with five other ingredients. Don't have to do anything else. Push a button. Two hours and 20 minutes later, you have a nice, hot, steaming loaf of wonderful, delicious tasting and wholesome bread. Now, if there's any one thing, and there's not one thing, but if there was any one thing that a person could eat all throughout their life and be healthy, probably, in my opinion, the closest thing to that would be wheat. That's why Jesus calls us the wheat as opposed to the tares. Next thing is you're going to have to decide how much food you want to get. Step two is the supplies. Do you want to get food for one person for a year? Two people for a year, four people for a year. I suggest you get more than what you need because you're going to have other people when they find out you got food knocking on your door, you want to have enough food. And probably you're going to include some Bible studies. Now, there's also recipes. Matter of fact, they have videos up there. This video here, matter of fact, I think I'm even in this video, but this is my daughter. She's the one that owns and runs Joseph Kitchen now. And I interview here, we talk about how it all started, blah, blah, blah. This particular video shows you the benefits of having homemade bread. And this video here shows you exactly how to make the bread. Matter of fact, I think there's a video even up on the Prophecy Club platform right here on wherever you're watching this that shows you exactly. I've made, I don't know, over 180 loaves, maybe getting 200, uh, possible 200. Matter of fact, I had it for breakfast. And I took Leslie for lunch. I did it for lunch today. Unusual. Normally, it's my breakfast. It's my lunch. And I always eat one slice before we go play ragaball because it gives me strength and I can run like the wind. I suggest you spend about $1,000 per person. You go to josephkitchen.com and get yourself some long-term food. Now, let's talk about oil in Israel briefly. The next part of the prophecy says Israel will give the Palestinians a state but it will be a temporary measure to allow the Israelis time to strengthen the military. Then God will give Israel the massive amounts of oil, of which I have found in 33 specific Bible prophecies, that say, underneath, or underneath Israel is a massive, massive amounts of oil. The oil will do two things. It will give Israel the finances to strengthen the military and the will to fight their land, which now has massive amounts of oil. And you may be saying, yeah, well, how are you going to get all the Jews to want to move back to Israel? Well, a couple of things. 
One is when oil is discovered, if I have anything to say about it, if Israel comes to me and says, well, what do you think we ought to do? I'm going to say, I think that you should divide up the oil according to the 12 tribes and those people based upon some kind of a percentage in their blood, according to their DNA, what tribe they're in, then they get a check. They get a royalty check every month, but in order to get that royalty check, they have to physically live, they have to move to Israel. But if they move here, then we'll work out something for us to help them move. And then Israel, once their feet hit the ground, I plan to say to Israel, but once they get there, uh, they're your problem. Okay, You vet the, the Jews, I'll vet the Christians. Obviously with their help. Anyway, so when massive numbers of Jews find out they get a nice sizable check, every month. If they live in Israel, it's not going to be too hard, along with them being persecuted around the globe again, too hard to get them to move to Israel. Plus, I believe the Spirit of God will be speaking to their hearts time to move to Israel. All of this is for Armageddon. All of this is the plan of God. So look for these kind of things to become, start happening. All right. Now, meanwhile, back in America, the dollar has been circumvented by many nations of the world now bringing forth their own asset-backed currency. The nations seeing they no longer need to keep dollars on hand to purchase Saudi oil began to dump dollars. The market is flooded with dollars. At first, the value of the dollar is only dropped by 30%, but soon dollars are beginning being dumped at a rate causing the dollar to devalue down to 50%, and then the prophecy says then they go down to 66%, finally to zero. So dollars become worthless as leaves blowing in the wind. A solution is reached. The world introduce, introduces a new global asset-backed currency. Some say it's going to be physical paper. Some people say it's going to be digital. Some say it's going to be both of them. But the world will introduce a new global asset-backed currency, and the dollar holders will probably be allowed to turn in their old dollars for a new currency, but it might not be one-to-one. It might be at a 30% devaluation. We don't know yet. We will see. Meanwhile, the election of Donald Trump or the overflow of the government puts Donald Trump in as commander-in-chief. However that happens, it happens. I've got like, I don't know, four or five prophecies that say that Donald Trump will be back in charge and from Henry Groover, it wasn't being back in charge as president of a failed corporation, but he was King Donald of the new, quote, Republic of the United States. In other words, the all capital United States of America, gone. It's bankrupt, okay? Been bankrupt for several years. But my understanding is, the rumor is, that the name of the new nation will be Republic of the United States. Multiple prophecies say thousands of evildoers are arrested in an attempt to rid America of the bugs that have caused it to rot and fall apart. Good try, but America is already past the point of return. However, it happens as Dimitri Dudeman was told on August 3, 1984. Now, I do not know if anything specifically is going to happen on August 3rd of 2024, 40 years later. But you bet your bottom dollar I'm going to be watching August 3rd this year. I'm going to be very curious to see if anything happens on about or around August 
or specifically August 3rd of 2024, exactly 40 years later. Because that's the hand of God. Unless God delays it, very good possibility, that's going to be Revolution Day. Now, do I know that it is? No, I don't. I prayed, I prayed many times, asking God, where's the revolution start? I, for some reason, he just does not feel obligated to answer every one of my prayers. I'm joking. No, I mean, I'm serious, but I mean, I'm making humor right here. Then, Dimitri was told the fall of America will start with an internal revolution in America started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will, will be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two of the nations he couldn't remember will attack. In an all-out nuclear attack, America's destroyed in one hour. Now let's jump to the New Madrid Fault earthquake, which we believe there's a... If America splits Israel this year, there's my belief, my understanding, based upon looking at the way God has handled Israel and America in the past... I think the earthquake would be this year, not only this year, but probably within 24 hours, within a day or two of us splitting Israel. So when God hits America with a new Madrid earthquake, America cries to all the nations for assistance. But Israel, America's good friend, refuses to help America. Obviously, they are angry, being forced to split their land, giving part of it to their enemies. The newspaper headline will read, One of America's Greatest Times of Need. Then Israel's enemies see America as greatly weakened and just a little bit of fighting with Israel. So Islam sees their opportunity to destroy Israel and it attacks. The newspaper headline will read, Israel has attacked America, sends troops. Now, sending troops is a good thing, but the next part is the problem. But this angers many Americans. The newspaper headline will read, Chaos Reigns, as Americans protest help to Israel. We've already seen a lot of Americans, I can't believe it, Christians, that are not supporting Israel. Wow. Of course, Leslie is speaking, matter of fact, this Sunday. Uh, you can watch it, or you can come to the service, either one or both. But you can watch it. She's talking on Dominion Now. This is Dominionism. These are some... I'm trying to be nice about this. These are some people that have misunderstood and they think that America has taken the place of Israel. And now Israel is a nothing because they crucified Jesus. That's what they believe. And they believe that now America has inherited all the blessings of Israel. And they believe that America is going to be raised up to be the richest, wealthiest, strongest nation on the earth. And when we have finally taken over the earth, America, yeah, America is going to take over. This is what they believe. When America finally takes over the earth, then, and only Jen, then, Jesus will return. Uh, no. <laughs> Lots of error in that. And she's going to be speaking on that. Both services, 9.30 and 10.30 this Sunday morning at the Spirit of Prophecy Church, which you can watch on uh, several platforms. Anyway, let's go on. The newspaper headline will read, Israel has attacked America sent troops. But this angers many Americans. The newspaper headline will read, Chaos reigns as Americans protest help to Israel. This is the last test. You might say the last straw for God. This is the straw that broke the camel's back. 
for America. When America turns against Israel, the last hand of protection from God is finally removed, and America's attacked. America's destroyed. See, because Genesis 12, 2 says, I will bless them that bless you, and I will curse them that curse you. So God cannot destroy America as long as we are supporting and blessing Israel. So this says, probably in a short order, after we turn our back on Israel, God says, that's it. Now I no longer have to protect them according to my word. God will raise up China, Japan, and many of the nations. They'll defeat the Russians. They'll back them to the gates of Paris where they sign a peace treaty. But to make the Russians their leader. Why? Because Ezekiel 38 and 39 talks about the Russians and all of her buddies come down to attack Israel. All the nations with the Russians as their leader go against Israel. It's not that they want to, Dmitri was told. God makes them. You see, it was God's plan that they form a new world order. God has put in their heart to give their power and strength unto the beast until the words of God should be fulfilled. Revelation 17. Israel can't count on the help of the Jews in America. So she cries the Messiah, and Jesus returns on the clouds and defeats the armies of the world. It's Armageddon. Probably, somebody else said, what do you think is going to happen in 2024? And I said, probably a lot of prophecies that we've been warning people about for 30 or 40 years are about to start. That's what I believe. I believe that we are going to see prophecies that we've known about, heard about, been warning people about for 30, 40 years, we're going to see them start coming to pass in 2024. Now, I know that that sounds negative, but let me take just a positive note here for just a second, and then we'll get back to this. I know that a lot of people think, man, all this stuff, I mean, Prophecy Club, I mean, it's so negative. Well, if you love this world and things of this world, and you love enjoying this world, and we all do to a certain degree, then we're not going to like some of the things we see. But if our heart is with Jesus, with the kingdom of Jesus, with building his kingdom, if we love the Lord more than we love our nation, then we understand that has to come. We still don't like it. I don't like it either. But we also understand it has to come. And then here's the positive part. As you know, we know most of the people around us are not Christians these days. They do not attend church. They've not asked Jesus into their heart and see no reason why they should. Don't read their Bible. Have no interest in it. Now they can tell you what's on TV. They've been watching America's Idol or He's Got Talent or whatever there's on TV. They they can tell you the the scores of the football and the basketball and baseball games, but they can tell you John 3.16 and don't want to know. Well, when God will hit the nations... A lot of people are going to turn to Jesus. It's going to, yes, a lot of people will fall away even further. A lot of the pre-tribbers that believe Jesus is going to return and suck them into the sky so they don't have to go through any testing, a lot of those are going to fall away. There's going to be big changes. But for those that have our hearts in the right place, those of us that think more about building the kingdom of heaven than living our life in ease and enjoyment here in the earth, we're going to look forward to it. A lot of people wouldn't hear about Jesus now going to come up and say, what must I do to be saved? We're going to see, remember I told you, August 8, 2015, Saturday night, Lord, 
I don't have anything to say for the sermon tomorrow morning. What do you want to say? And I heard words. I guarantee, I promise. Sitting in this chair, I heard words. This is the time of miracles. As the miracles hit, excuse me, as the judgment hits, so are my miracles. Miracles like no one has seen, going back to Adam and Eve. You tell them, I will never leave them nor forsake them. As the judgment hits, so will my miracles. I'm going to meet the devil, inch for inch, step for step, pound for pound. Everything he does, I'm going to meet him. means that when the Antichrist pulls out his Ten Commandments, God is going to pull out his Ten Commandments, the real ones, the ones he wrote with his own finger and handed to Moses. The devil is going to do all kinds of tricks, but God is going to pull out the real Ark of the Covenant. He's going to be able to show them cross hole, cross hole, cross hole, crack down the middle one, going down 23 to 20 feet down through solid rock. And then the stone box that the Ark of the Covenant was in all of a sudden cracks and allows the blood of Jesus to drip on the mercy seat westward according to Levitical covenants. It would have had to for Jesus to be the Lamb of God. So these people want to say, oh, the Ark of the Covenant said it's in Ethiopia. No, it's not. It is underneath the center cross hole, right where Ron White said he found it. And when they find it, they're going to find the blood on the west side of the Ark of the Covenant, the mercy seat. It's a throne of God. It's a golden covered chair is what it is. When he can show them, cross hole, cross hole, cross hole, crack, blood, Ark of the Covenant, all of the Jews that understand Levitical covenants will have to say of a truth. Jesus is the Lamb of God. So what is an EMP shield device? It's a device you can put on your car and your house that in an EMP attack is supposed to stop the attack. And if you go to empshield.com and if you use the promo code PROPHECY, they give you a $50 discount. They also have videos up there. Shows you how to install it on your car and your house and everything. And it's not difficult at all. I've got one of them right here. Red goes to red, black goes to black, green goes to the car, uh, body of your car, and you just peel it off the back, stick it under there. Got another device that goes on your house. So, not complicated. Take you about 10 minutes to put them in. So, empshield.com promo code is prophecy. <laughs>